This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 8.49 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Keith. We have the opening bell in about 15 minutes, but let's take a look at the local automotive sector first. 2023 proved to be a stellar year for the Malaysian auto industry with total industry volume for sales of new motor vehicles increasing by 11% on year to nearly 800,000 units, marking a second consecutive annual all-time high. Passenger vehicles accounted for 90% of the total sales while the balance was made up of commercial units. However, according to the Malaysian Automotive Association, the auto sector is expected to decline this year by about 7.5%. This is attributed to the uncertain global economy and a slowdown in consumer spending. There are also concerns over the targeted subsidy rationalisation, implementation of the high-value goods tax, as well as an increased tax rates for certain services such as repairs and maintenance. So how will these concerns shape the automotive industry for this year, Will it still remain as resilient? So for some thoughts on the outlook for the Malaysian auto sector, we have on the line with us Daniel Fernandez, Managing Editor of the Auto News Portal, DSF.my. Daniel, good morning. Always good to have you. So total industry volume in 2023 reached an all-time high following an 11% on-year jump. What are the major factors contributing to the record number of car sales for the year? Okay, very simple. You know, everybody's got more money in their hands right now. Everybody's earning a little bit more money. Everybody wants a new car. Malaysians always want a new car. Uh, also, there were so many new car launches, plus new Chinese brands came into Malaysia, and that also stirred the market a little bit. On top of that, a lot of uh, manufacturers were actually offering quite good discounts, rebates, offers, free gifts that just tickled a lot of people to go in there and buy a new car. Um, that is that is a great contributing factor because why? End of the day, we need this to stir our economy. It, it helps the economy in one way or another, you know? Daniel, uh, you mentioned that a lot of Chinese car makers uh, entered the market last year and right. I noticed that a lot of them are actually uh, bringing in EVs. How did that sector perform? And, and do you, are you actually seeing a greater adoption of EVs this year? Okay, so we, we recorded about 10,100 uh, new EVs uh, compared to the year before, which was like 2,000 over. Now, these electric cars coming in, yes, you do have them coming in from the Chinese brands like BYD and Cherry um, and Great Wall as well. But there's also a lot of European car manufacturers, uh, the traditional car manufacturers, who brought in a lot of EVs in the higher segment. Mm. But it's going to get even better this year, because why? The Chinese car manufacturers are bringing in even more models. There are newer brands coming in. MG is coming in. Um, a sub-brand of Cherry is coming in. A sub-brand of Great Wall is coming in. And they're all electric cars. Because why? The tax-free um, uh, holiday is, will be till end of this year. And there's rumours that it might extend to next year. But it won't be any cheaper than 100000 right? At this moment. 100000 ringgit. Yes, it cannot be cheaper than 100,000 ringgit. But can you imagine there are a lot of Malaysians out there who are driving 70, 80, 90,000 dollar cars, 1,000 ringgit cars right now. And, you know, they're willing to stretch it a little bit to pay 130, 140, 150,000 ringgit to get an electric car because electric car maintenance is lower in the long run. Um, if they charge it at home, they save a bit of money. If they can charge it at a lot of, uh, you know, free locations around the country, which are still available, it just makes a lot of sense for them in the long run. So a lot of them will do the calculation in the long run and say, "Then, man, I will, I will 
push myself to to buy it now and pay the monthly instalment, I will save later. Mm. All right. So the outlook for EV sales uh, looks pretty positive. But with uh, factors like the impending high value goods tax implementation and targeted subsidy rationalization, Will the automotive sector reach the heights that it saw last year in 2024? The Malaysian Automotive Association says there's going to be a possible dip of 10 to 11%. I think it will still maintain or even go up because Malaysians are just car crazy. You know, even though we are getting better with public transport, they still want cars. You see, if we've seen we've seen petrol prices rise before, you know, I mean there were there were times few years ago when petrol prices rose. Everyone complained, everyone lined up at the petrol station to get the last lower price full tank of fuel. And then they continued driving, you know, 300 kilometers to have a bowl of noodles, 400 kilometers to have a chicken rice, 500 kilometers to have a laksa. Because why? People love to drive, people love to get on the road. I'm not talking about festive season, I'm just talking about in the weekends, you know. Complain about high price of fuel and toll, but they still want to drive. And I must remind you that, you know, motorcycle sales have also increased. You know, a lot mm. of people don't see this, but motorcycle sales have increased. Of course, petrol ridden motorcycles, but there are a lot of new models coming in, new variants, and people are saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll take two wheel mobility. Mm. And with electric cars, uh, we did an article very recently saying there's a price war coming, and the price war has started. You know, mm. discounts are coming in at 20,000, 22,000, 24,000, 25,000 on cars below 200,000 ringgit. Now, when you have this kind of discount electric car, ownership becomes even more attractive. Mm. And the Chinese car manufacturers can offer these discounts because why? They've got margin to play with coming from China. They've got volume on their side, you know. Okay, that's true. But let's say when we talk specifically about the high-value goods tax, right? And right. we don't know the threshold now, do we? Do we know whether it's going to be applicable for cars above 200000 250000 Yeah, it's, it's, it's estimated to be cars above 200000 But okay, say now it's lowered to 150000 mm. If it's lowered to 150000 the Chinese car manufacturers, the local car manufacturers, and those doing local assembly, the Japanese car manufacturers, will still be able to sell more cars. So, for example, say now you're driving a 190,000 ringgit car and you were planning to buy a 200,000 ringgit car. But with the with the, the tax coming up, you might say, okay, la, mm. I will scale down to a 130,000 ringgit car for my next purchase, you know? Okay, but uh, I also want to know about your view on approved permits because the government is actually spending some time re-looking at this. I mean, what are your suggestions? Oh, I love this topic. My <laughs> wish list every year, you know, people have, you know, oh, you know, what are you going to do for 2021, 2022, 2023? For 2024, I still have the same wish list. Abolish the AP system because it doesn't benefit the riot. It doesn't benefit the taxpayer. It doesn't benefit the government tax department, you know? Daniel, thank you as always for that chat. That was Daniel Fernandez, managing editor of the auto news portal DSF.my, calling for the abolishment of the APs as he always has, and also giving us his thoughts on how the auto sector could play out this year. Doesn't think that the uh, higher costs or subsidy rationalization will have all too much of an impact on demand for new cars. Yeah, it's also kind of interesting that, I mean, what I got from this is Malaysians basically love to drive, love to drive far to eat, and we also love to complain. We do. <laughs> the thing is, when it comes to all these new taxes, right, But what might happen, especially if you're talking about the luxury uh, goods tax, is that you might have a pent-up demand. So everybody rushes mm. out to buy it before the implementation of the luxury tax. But once that happens, then there's a bit of a dip. Now, I think that's why MAA is being a little bit more conservative with their, with their total uh, industry vehicle forecast for 2024. 
great. It helps the economy. But simultaneously, as a nation, we need to really look at public transport. Right. Yeah. How are we going to handle this contradiction of what we're trying to achieve and what's actually happening on the ground? We want to be a low-carbon economy. Are we making enough steps to go towards that? Yeah. All right, 8.59 in the morning. We're going to head into the 9 a.m. News Bulletin. And then after that, we have the opening bell, as well as Market Insights with Tony Nash of Complete Intelligence. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.